Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome in on this Friday afternoon, this red Friday afternoon. Although John's wearing blue, not red. There's red on this. Just saying. A little bit. Just saying. A little bit. A little bit. Although I don't think it's part that counts. I think it's the blue that counts. Yeah, um, that's true. Uh, coming up at 1230, uh, we will go further into the future, and I suspect we'll be having these conversations again on Tuesday after the Jackson County Legislature meeting on Monday afternoon at 3. Uh, Manny Abarca of the Jackson County Legislature, who has been very, very vocal on social media about the decision yesterday from Frank White to veto putting the $0.38 cent sales tax extension on the April ballot. He'll join us coming up here uh, after 1230. We also will have the Pickle or Spears uh pickle spears or chips debate in just a moment because that's a part of the story that i care about when we get to that <laughs> um but netflix has made a decision about getting rid of something that a lot of streaming services do for you yeah it's kind of an interesting one because netflix really was one of the progenitors one of the originators of this and they had their own system to do it what it comes down to is the recommendations so by virtue of whatever you watch on netflix it parses all of that stuff and says oh you like this sort of thing maybe you should watch this but the way they did it was by uh like a percentage chart so it would say, we're like 88% sure that you would love this movie, or we're 95% sure you would love this TV show. And that piece, I, I wonder how many people rely on that. That the, I mean, the whole idea is for it to introduce you to new things that you might not have seen otherwise. I wonder how many people really use it for that. I don't rely on it, but I use it quite a bit when it comes up. I find that it's effective for me, um, particularly when it comes to documentaries or movies based on a true story like that, that I tend to like, yeah. because that's a pretty easy category to suggest to someone, you know, fiction's pretty, action movies, there's a pretty, a pretty wide range of some of those drama, pretty wide range. But if somebody likes things that are based on a true story or likes documentaries, it's pretty easy to suggest others that you're going to like. Yeah. That weekend that I was sick in bed, New Year's Eve weekend, where I spent all three days with my Chromebook in bed, I just let it, I did it, it suggested, and I would just add it to my queue and add it to my queue and then go back and, and sort through a little bit. And it was usually right. And they're getting rid of it. <laughs> so for those of you right. that do rely on it. To do that now, work myself. What I would imagine they're going to do, and I think there's some of this in the article as well, 
is that the, the recommendations will still happen, but it, it's going to be a lot more subtle where it'll just put things up on the screen, you know, they, because whenever you go to Amazon, you've got that giant menu of all of the different stuff. So those will still be there. You're just going to have to dig a little for them, and they're getting rid of the percentage meter. I don't want to dig for them. I know. Well, that's... <laughs> and I just won't. Why are they getting rid of them? Too um, much trouble, I guess. Although, so s- I mean, my my vision of that was that it was automatic. That it would that's just... That's what I thought, too. Yeah. Um, because that's how everything... Like, TikTok will... Ju- um, what do they call it, Colin? It's, it's there's the... That you follow, and then there's the other category of just, you just let it roll and just let it go and go. And their algorithm figures out what to suggest for you based on content you're going to like. Sure. Yeah. Spotify um, works that way. I mean, right. lots of services do. Why does it have to be that complicated? Uh, because even if it's not a great suggestion, so what? Yeah. Well, they said that, uh, I guess it was a a usage thing because a Netflix spokesperson explained to the Daily Mail that the tagging is not the sole feature that contributes to how a viewer decides what they want to watch. They said the, uh, the company relies on the combined efforts of box art, the synopsis of the trailer, in addition to tags. And I guess they're saying that it, it just wasn't up to snuff with them. They didn't figure that it, people were getting enough bang for the buck out of it. Okay. Fine. It'll, it'll simplify what shows up on Netflix, I guess. True. But I'll have to dig for my own. Which people don't like doing anyway. I mean, there are all the jokes about how many hours people spend on Netflix trying to figure out what to watch. <laughs> yeah. And Longer then you just watch TikTok instead. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going away. Okay. Uh, we have this guy. Where's the story out of this guy offering drugs? This is out of Lawrence. This is Marion County. This is New York. Oh, Indiana. Lawrence, okay. Indiana. Uh, it's the exchange that he, the, the deal he tried to make uh, that's making news. Not only that, but he walked into a Buffalo Wild Wings after hours, after they had closed. So during, the, so the store had just closed and everybody was, you know, getting their, their last bits of business done and closing up for the night. When these two jokers walk into Buffalo Wild Wings in Lawrence, Indiana, and they said, hey, uh, yeah, we know you're closed and all, but, uh, you know, we really want some fried pickles. Now, I've never had the fried pickles at Buffalo Wild Wings. I don't really like Buffalo Wild Wings all that much. So I, I've never had them. I don't know if they're like the best fried pickles in the entire universe. But I'm a fried pickle fan. Uh-huh. But I, I, maybe I've been to Buffalo one time in my life. I've okay. been there. Yeah. So I, I can take or leave them, you know, when it comes to the fried pickles in general. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I don't know if I've ever you know, ordered them there. So uh, these guys apparently were really big fans or they were really high mm-hmm. w- w- and probably both because they said, uh, yeah, if, if you make us some and they went up to some underage, like under the age of 21 employees at Buffalo Wild Wings and said, yeah, if you make us some uh, fried pickles, we'll make it worth your while and tried to hand over a bunch of marijuana vape cartridges to them. <laughs> In other words, we'll give you guys our dope. And then they offered some actual, you know, leaf marijuana uh, to them as well. And instead of getting their fried pickles, what the employees did was they went and told their manager who called the cops. Somebody needs to tell me if Buffalo Wild Wings does buffalo chips or buffalo spears. They, because that makes a difference to me. The picture that goes along with the article. Now, I'm not sure this is theirs, but the, the but the uh, the picture that goes along with the article showed pickled chips fried, not fried pickle spears. 
Boo. You got your thumb down already. Okay. Boo. No, they need to be pickle spears. Somebody's going to argue with me about it, and that's fine. They should be pickle spears, not not chips. Big difference. Bad. Don't know. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the uh, the upshot of this story is that not only when they were initially refused their offer of marijuana for pickle chips, they decided to up the ante and offer some molly and cocaine. <laughs> okay. So, so apparently somebody is a really big fan of, of the pickle chips at Buffalo Wild Wings, but they didn't get what they were looking for anyway. And when the cops got there, wouldn't you know, they found the dope and arrested them. Gee, whoever would have guessed right. that, that 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 would have happened. Yeah, they approached them at a nearby gas station. Police said the man quickly got out of the car and had an ankle monitoring bracelet on him already. So he's got priors. <laughs> yes, absolutely. All right, uh, we'll take it right here. Coming up, um, we'll tell you what Applebee's is going to start offering to people. Um, and uh, yes, there is a particular song that's coming. So just be ready for that. We'll get to that coming up here on KMBZ. Say what you will about this song and Walker Hayes. He made a fortune off this song and a dance with his teenage daughter that made it everywhere on TikTok. Has he done and made anything? Applebee's a lot of money too. Has he done anything since this? Not like this. Yeah. I, how do you ever have a hit as big as this one? <laughs> True enough. And it, You get one or two of these in your career. Right. If you're lucky. I mean, how many guys go through a career like that and never have a hit song? Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, uh, Applebee's is, in fact, now going to. I don't know what came first. Um, what I've heard about that song is that he had an idea for it and went to Applebee's. And Applebee's knew that he was going to do the song. So I suspect you're going to be hearing it more uh, during the Applebee's date night pass that they're going to start. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, you know, normally promotions like this come up and I think, uh, you know, get me. I mean, we, we went through this with the AMC movie pass thing that, that we ended up getting, by the way. Jen and I both have that. Um, and, you know, we get some use out of it. Probably not. I mean, we get enough use out of it to justify the cost, but probably not enough to really, you know, go, oh, yeah, this is the most awesome thing ever. We just don't go to the movies that often. But what Applebee's is doing is they're they're going to sell cards starting on the 22nd of January. So just uh, this is Monday. Right. And yeah. uh, so you know, there's a limited number of them out there. But what it will allow you to do is for two hundred dollars, you get one a week meal at Applebee's for two not alcoholic drinks but all the drinks you want you know refills on coke or whatever and then $30 worth of food and in their entrees 15 bucks is probably about right so mm -hmm. you're talking about essentially getting away with just leaving a tip on the table and by the way if you get free food leave a tip like you paid for it right uh yeah but, but that aside you know, for just whatever that tip is that you're going to leave on the table, you get 52 meals like that at, at up to $30 worth of food apiece in a year. Do math for me. 1500 bucks For the price of 200 Of 200 That's a deal. Yes. That's a deal. Even if you don't love Applebee's, but you like it enough, and you've got the 200 bucks. I, I, I'm trying to do the math on how many times you need to go to make it worth the 200. Yeah, uh, at 30 apiece, six, seven. Okay. Every two months you go? 
Right. And then it's paid for itself? And then it's paid for itself and whatever you do beyond that. Now, it, they they say one a week. It's not exactly that. You get 52 in a year. Mm-hmm. The the only hitch is, is, as far as when you use them, you can only do it once a day. So you could conceivably go 52 times in a row, 52 days <laughs> in a row to Applebee's <laughs> and have dinner. And then, and then, you know, you're and then you're done for the year. Or you could go. I mean, if if it's if you're that person who tends to go for date night to Applebee's every Friday night, I mean, this is custom made for you. Mm. Uh, the passes cannot be combined with other promotions or offers like the $650 per person special to sit at a table at Applebee's two Times Square locations to watch the ball drop on New Year's Eve. <laughs> okay. How do you like proposing that to your significant other? Well, honey, we're going we're going to Times Square to watch the ball drop at Applebee's. Here's what we're doing. Well, I mean, to their credit, they always that it's always one of the locations that's spotlighted on yeah. on the news on New Year's Eve. They're always like, and we're in the Applebee's and talking to people who are there because you stay there all night. I mean, you go there at six uh-huh. o'clock in the evening. And you stay there all the way through midnight. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, in, in terms of it being a deal. It all depends on whether or not you like Applebee's. I mean, somebody on the text line is apparently not a fan (laughs) Uh, saying Applebee's is the nastiest TV dinner you could ever have. And the song sucks. So get off the fence. Tell us what you really feel. So Colin, who I think is hating me for this segment entirely (laughs) and is just mad at the song completely. Uh, You're right, Colin. We did not talk about this. This list out of Delish, but this is a good time. We can spend five minutes on this here. Um, So Delish.com had reported on a survey of the worst first date spots, like bad places to go on a first date. Restaurants. These are uh, no, not all these are restaurants. A lot of these are restaurants. Um, boy, I'm guessing Applebee's made the list. It did. There are 28 on the list. Uh-huh. Uh, Applebee's is number two on the list. <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean, it, it has a it has a feel about it, right? Uh, uh, that Applebee's is. Yeah, it's dinner out, but it's kind of dinner out on the cheap. I mean, you're sending a message if you take a first date to an Applebee's. <laughs> Do you have you looked at it? Have you looked at the list? The list? No, not yet. I'm, Can I'm, you guess I was, what number one is? Oh, I, well, see, I, I mean, obvious answers would be like McDonald's or White Castle. I mean, you don't want to get take it a first date to one of those either. I will tell you that they compo- they put all fast food chains into one oh, okay. note all right. on here. Is it not number one? It is not number one. Um. Okay. Is it something in that fast casual realm, like Apple, Applebee's and TGI Fridays and and all of those? Um, it is like that, yes. And it's not TGI Fridays. It is not. Oh wow, there's not that. I many live of those. near one. Is TGI Fridays even still a thing? Are they still open? They're dying. They're, yeah, they're dying off. In fact, Didn't we had we an article. About, yeah, we yeah. talked about them within the last month or so that they were kind of in their death throes. Um, no, I don't. I don't know who is it. Cheesecake Factory is number oh, one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, as you were saying that, mm-hmm. P.F. Chang's, because I know you live in the Plaza, and I know there's a P.F. Uh-huh. Chang's not far from you. That was what immediately entered my head. I was about to say it, and then, okay, so, uh, yeah, in that same realm, absolutely. Cheesecake Factory. I didn't even see if P.F. Chang's. Now I've got the it's list in front of It's not on there. It's not on here? Okay. Uh, number one is Cheesecake Factory. Number two is Applebee's. Number three is Chili's. Yeah. Uh, number four is Chipotle. Uh-huh. Five is Olive Garden. All then the we get to things places. like yeah. the movies, your house, <laughs> and then any fast food chain is all in one. 
Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings is number 10 and Wings, excuse me, Buffalo Wild Wings is number nine. Wingstop is number 10. And then we, yeah, and then Red Lobster, any buffet, IHOP, Denny's, the gym. Who goes to the gym on a first date? Uh, Yeah, and there's a bunch of them after that as well. But, okay, the movies I understand. Because if you go on a first date to a movie, you're not talking. No, no, not at all. But I take issue with a couple of these that are on here. Number 18 is coffee dates. That's ideal for a first date. That's the equivalent of just go get a drink. Right. Well, you remember the uh, there was a dating site a while back. It may still even be a going concern. I don't know. I'm not really in that realm. But uh, there was one called It's Just Lunch. Oh, yeah. It's incredibly expensive. Oh, is it really? Okay. Oh, it's stupid expensive. It's it's $1,000. Wow. Because you're hiring a service to match you with someone. Okay. All right. It's I, not an app. It's a... Uh, I just, I, I remember hearing that people were attracted to the idea because it, there was no, there's, there's nothing hung on it. There's no expectations. You're just having lunch with somebody. And a coffee date is kind of that same thing. It's like, let's mm-hmm. get together. We'll have a cup of coffee. We'll talk for a little bit. And then if there's anything there, we can talk about where to go next time. I think that's yeah. great. It's an easy half hour to start with. Yep. Um, just like ice cream dates is number 19. I think that's cute. The only thing I could see as a hack on that for some people, and this isn't my idea. I mean, this is not my idea of them, but, uh, I can see some people thinking that it feels a little like an audition. Really? Yeah. Okay. That it's like that maybe there's no expectations hung on it, but there's, there is some pressure there because now you've only got 20 minutes to be able to impress somebody. Oh, to me, it's no different than just meeting someone for a drink. I agree. I just always have the theory that, like you said, I've had I've had many where you start with a drink, and then there is dinner, and then there is drinks. I mean, it's it doesn't have to stay with that. It opens it can the door. Keep going. Yeah. yeah. If you want to guess what the rest of this list is, nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight. Feel free. Yeah. The other the other one that I could go either way on is number seven, because if you are really proud of the fact that you are an excellent cook and you want to show that off, there's really no other place you could show that off. On the other hand, going to somebody's house for a first date yeah. makes it really awkward to leave. That's that's a second or third date. Yeah. That's not a first date. Okay. Too much pressure and somebody, one person has the advantage in being their house. Yep. And what if no. you don't like their food? Yeah. <laughs> you know, what, what if they're, oh, I'm going to show you what a great cook I am. And then they cook you something and you're like, uh, I don't think you're as good as you think you are. Yeah. Um, feel free if you want to uh, tell us what else you think should be on this list. All right. Manny Abarca, Jackson County Legislature, joins us next here on KMBZ. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now what? It's a question a lot of us are asking about the future of J- Jackson County Sports, uh, Truman Sports Complex, now that Frank White decided to veto the proposal to put the sales tax extension on the ballot. Here we to t- get some further insight, special guests. Yes, we talked a little bit earlier this morning with uh, with uh, Sean Smith from the Jackson County Legislature. We now hear from Manny Abarco, who's joined us several times to talk about this. And Manny, I'm, I'm going to steal Jamie's question. Now what? <laughs> Here we are, as expected. Egos drive a lot of attention, unfortunately, but uh, no outcomes, looks like. Okay. All right. Well, so did you – we've talked about the veto before. Um literally what happens next i'm i'm, I'm going to keep pushing the question a little bit now that he sure. has said no now what so there's no clear strategy as to what's next right i think frank white has been more forthcoming now than he has been the last year and a half that he's been in negotiations about what he expects and would like to see uh some of which are included in the term sheets that the teams had sent over already Um, But if we are not able to override the veto on Monday, there is no clear path towards anything. It seems like my colleagues are not offering alternative language or approaches for a ballot language or that the executive is trying to introduce a different version or strategy as to how he deals with this ballot language by April um, or has opened the door for a future ballot um, in August or November. So I think at this point, uh, it is clear that that this executive is not willing to negotiate in any way, um, and that's three years of weight gain then for him in the next cycle. Now, what the, as we go through this, I mean, the, the timeline on it, as you said, is critical because the teams had put an end date of that April vote. Is there, uh, because one of the things that Sean Smith brought up when we talked to him earlier was the possibility of having this vote in August or November. Is there any reason to believe that even if that vote is pushed off to August or November, that the teams would stand for that since they already put a deadline out? I mean, I I think this is a bad faith negotiation. Why would anyone go back to the well here and try to drink from this poison? Um, So the realities of not just broken uh, efforts, but wasted time. I mean, I think it's a lot easier to cross the state line and figure out something um, with another governor who's actually leading uh, saying, you know, we're, we're going to welcome you here. We want to see you uh, in our community, a community that undoubtedly will welcome them and the support there. In addition to that, right now we see no leadership, uh, no direction, no strategy, um, and an unwillingness to actually acknowledge that we've made great progress and strides in fewer days than we've uh, exhausted with the executive. Let me ask a dumb question. Does the vote on this have to come Monday? Can can somebody to. pull it from the agenda in order for in, in order for it to get on the ballot in April? This decision has to be Monday. It has to be Monday. We have to vote for an override uh, the next meeting by our rules. 
Now, given that, the way we understand it, and you can confirm or deny on this, that the legislature, the county legislature would need six votes uh, of the legislators to override that veto. We've been told you have five already. Is that accurate? I think it's a constant day of of counting individuals who are aligning with this. Uh, I think it's safe to say that at least four of us that I have talked to have agreed that this is so important the thousands of jobs and millions of dollars of consumption from these teams uh, is important enough for us to move this forward i don't know about my colleagues in the other five manny i rarely ever agree with frank white especially lately as we talk about things um but i vote in jackson county and the thing that i agree with is that i don't want to have to go vote in april if I don't know what I'm voting for or against. And right now I have no idea what that sales tax extension is going to pay for. And I'm troubled by the idea that over the weekend, maybe negotiating is gonna happen so that there's a deal that Jackson County legislators can live with to hurry up and get it on the ballot. All of that just makes me really uneasy. Are, are you okay with just letting voters decide regardless of what's known? Well, let me put some of that at ease. For the last year that I've been on the legislature, I've been involved in discussions out of my interest uh, and the interest of the Jackson County taxpayers I represent to make sure that I'm aware, engaged in the discussion, and advocating for the causes that I think are important. And so some have chosen not to be at that table and have said, you know, well, we're just going to leave this to Frank White. There have been so many terms um, that have been negotiated out in this last year that it's not actually rushing to solve these problems now. It's rushing to figure out who wants to hear what from the broad negotiation with the county executive that he's wholeheartedly now refused to deal with. And so part of this is the bad faith negotiation and the lack of leadership and direction this county executive is driving. In 10 days, the attorneys, the attorneys alone have got us these documents together. And Frank White hasn't done any of that in the last year and a half. Now, you were kind enough earlier this week, and we thank you for this, for, uh, to, to send us here on the program a copy of what the teams have done just over the last few days to add more information in and more clarity in about how they wanted to spend the money. There are voices on the legislature and certainly Frank White's voice that say it's not enough yet. Do you feel comfortable, you personally, that just that piece of it has been met, that the teams have met their burden to show what they're going to do with the money? So let me say this, as a voter of Jackson County as well, the last buck stops at the vote. And people should be able to consume whatever information the teams choose to provide. If it's not enough, vote no. If it is enough by April, which is quite a few months away, we will be positioned to a scenario where we maintain these teams for 40 more years. We maintain hundreds of thousands of jobs through that time frame and millions of dollars of local consumption. Or we refuse to allow Jackson County voters to make their voices heard, and we drive these teams out of town. Uh, what if the vote fails in April? Then I think the voters have spoken, and it is very clear what they choose to invest their money in. I will say, though, that this idea that we don't fund this and we fund housing or we fund roads and bridges, this money is not just a blank check. It is directed towards these stadiums. So after 2031, even now, that money will stop unless we redirect a new tax into whatever that thing may be. So it's not as if this money stops going to stadiums and starts going somewhere else. It's gone. 
Now, I, I, I want to go off into a, a little bit of a tangent here because there is another voice in this that has not been heard from, or at least it has not been heard from anywhere near as much as the county executive, as the teams, as the legislature. And I know that we're talking city versus county. City government is a very different entity, and they don't have any direct input on this. But can the city of Kansas City, can the mayor, can the government of the city of Kansas City be of any <laughs> influence in these negotiations at all? Uh, <laughs> I have to go back to the chief uh, executive here, right? Uh, I think he has tried to isolate and centralize all the power within him and his office. The most powerful person that I'm aware of in the county so far is the chief of staff. Those folks have chosen to not build relationships across the street or to invite folks in to help solve problems. Instead, they've used them as ways to lure misdirection or to throw and lob bombs that are just poison pills for the voters to consume. And in reality, ideas of like fantastical suites um, for friends, that is ludicrous. Uh, But that is a constant thing we hear coming out of the executive suite, namely from the chief uh, of staff, to try and disillusion this goal and this deal from being a good thing. So, I mean, again, this is a lack of leadership. Manny, I'm going to be honest for a second about something I just said to John off the air. Um, We have texts that are coming in, a lot of them, saying it sounds like this guy just doesn't like Frank White. And it seems unfair. And from where I sit, I hear a lot of what everybody else is doing wrong. And it's a lack of leadership. And you say that as a member of the group that leads Jackson County. So who's doing it right and who has the power to fix it here? Equally, as a taxpayer in Jackson County whose property taxes went up 90 percent, I think there's uh, a good reason why many of us are upset at his leadership. And I point at that direction because I'm a part-time employee of the legislature. This man makes five times my salary to be there every day to drive solutions for taxpayers. The buck stops in his office. And so, yes, I don't like the leadership style of Frank White. As a baseball player, as a second baseman, outstanding. As a leader, absolutely not. If this was corporate business, you'd fire this person a year and a half ago. So as we move forward, this is going to be certainly an active weekend. I mean, phone calls are going to happen. Do you expect to hear any more out of the Chiefs or the Royals? They put out a very terse statement yesterday. Will they say anything else publicly, do you believe, or have you heard anything from them that might be released publicly over the next three days that might sway some of those other voices on the, on the county legislature? This is a good question because it goes back to what I'm doing as a leader in the county. I have talked to the teams every day this week trying to understand how we can get more out, how we can break out constituent groups who are asking for inclusion in CBAs and and all of this stuff, right? I'm trying to find yes, because I believe at the core that voters should figure this out and decide what should happen, not nine politicians. And so that reality is what I'm doing every day. They have secured a term sheet that I think are signed off now and that they're just running through the last polishes before they publish. But I was told that by the end of the day today, we will have a signed off term sheet. But I then asked, who's going to sign it from the county? If this executive doesn't want this deal to happen, who's going to sign off it at the county? At what point are we going to allow him to risk our future because of whatever the the driver that he's stopping this is? Manny, um, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but if you wanted Frank White gone, what powers does anyone have to get him out of office? The only powers that exist in our current process is a recall. 
of which I sponsored the legislation to create, not just for him, for all of us. If you don't like the way it's working here and our elected officials, recall us. I signed a petition. I'm ready. That something has to change here because it's, it's going to go to the next issue outside of the stadium. It was property taxes before, and here we are with these stadiums now. Some of the, the, the so-called no votes uh, in terms of you know, voting no on a possible veto override have been described as on the fence. You're a lot closer to that than we are. You know these people a lot better than we do. What's your gut on whether you'll, you and the other yes votes on overriding the veto will be able to influence those one or two you're going to need come Monday? I mean, I don't think I have any more undue influence than any one of the constituents that they uh, were elected to, to represent. Unfortunately, some of these folks have said yes in public and in private and then gone and done the complete opposite, right? And so what changes them or motivates them will we'll flex any other day. And so uh, what I will say, if you care about this issue one way or another, vocalize your opinion. I see the emails coming into my inbox, the phone calls that are in the voicemail box um, that I have to get back to from folks who are saying, I want a stadium, sustain the veto, or override the veto, don't sustain it. Um, so call in, engage in the process, show up Monday at three o'clock, make your voices heard. What do those numbers look like in terms of your office alone, in terms of override the veto or don't override the veto? Tell us what your constituents are saying to you. A majority of the emails that I'm receiving and the phone calls are to override the veto and allow the people to, to speak, to, to vocalize their opinion and a vote process. Manny Abarca, you've been very kind with your time over the course of this. I know it's a frustrating couple of days for you. We'll look forward to seeing what happens on Monday. And thank you again for being with us. No problem. Thanks for having me. You got it. Take care. Thanks. We appreciate it. Text line's on fire. Feel free to give us a call. 913-586-7798. We'll talk more about this coming up here on KMBZ. Phone number here, 913-586-7798. Coming up in the next hour, a a lawsuit has been filed over a concert because it started late. Uh, We'll tell you who it was and see what you think about this lawsuit coming up in the next hour. All right, so that was 12 minutes or so with Manny Abarca, uh, arguably kind of on the other side of the whole veto, no veto, where do we stand uh, on the future of the stadiums debate? Right, from from Sean Smith, with whom we spoke a little bit earlier, who is at this point, even though he calls himself a supporter of keeping the teams in town, is also a supporter of Frank White's veto and his reason for it. Manny Abarca obviously very much against that veto and Frank White's reasons for it. So, yeah, it, it just leaves the the taxpayers wondering, okay, are we going to get a chance to have our voice heard on this come April? But in the meantime, as Manny said, if you want your voice heard on either side, whether you're pro-veto, anti-veto, you know, pro-vote, anti-vote, whatever, if you want to have your voice heard, be at that meeting on Monday. I want to be clear. We have tried to get Frank White on the air. Yes. Um, and and we'll continue to try to do so. I, I would love nothing more than to give him the opportunity to defend himself. Um, for those of you on the text line that are pretty upset at Manny Abarca, and there are many of you going off right now about the way he talks about Frank White. I get it. I'm a little annoyed at it also, to be quite frank. It, it, um, it feels very much like just pointing fingers and it all lays at Frank White's feet. Maybe it does. Maybe I don't understand enough about how government works. Yeah, and to that end, he's not the only one saying it. Right, right. Um, I would love for Frank White to come on and explain and own that responsibility. Um, but I can't, we can't force him to come on and do it. It. Um, I hate all of this. <laughs> I, I sit here just, I, I just, um, 
because I think it's it's the kind I I don't man it, it, this is politics this is like politics at its worst is Frank Wright White really as bad as everybody says he is you're or asking does the wrong he have guy, a point yeah. here I know or or does he have a point again I I sit here going yeah I kind of like some answers before I know if I'm gonna vote yes or no too on the other hand Manny makes a point that we could have those answers by April and and he also makes the point. I think without saying it, that sometimes it doesn't matter. And what I what I mean when I say that is, I mean, obviously everything matters. And I'm much more interested in more information rather than less. Mm-hmm. But if the taxpayers say, we want the teams here, we don't care what's in the deal. We know that it's going to cost us the same three-eighths of a cent we've already been paying for another 40 years. We're fine with that as long as it keeps the teams here. Let them spend the money however they want. Just make sure they don't leave. And I think that's that's a big part of what's going to drive the pro vote if it ever comes to a vote. Yeah, I think you have some people who um, aren't going to care about anything except whether the Royals move downtown. Yeah. Because there are a lot of people that don't want them to go. And, and so I think, you're, I think you're very right. I think some of the funding part is complicated and over a lot of heads. And some people are just going to say, are the Chiefs going to stay at the Truman Sports Complex? And are the Royals moving not to Clay County, but to downtown? Yeah, because... And if we don't have that answer... Right. And and when he was talking about, you know, uh, people saying, oh, it's just going to be sweetheart deals for more luxury boxes for their friends and all of this stuff. Maybe it is. And and that's the kind of thing that people grouse about. You know, I can't afford to take my kids to the games anymore. Like my dad could take us to the games when I was a kid. Okay, but then when you ask the question, does that make you angry enough that you want them to move to Johnson County? No, no, <laughs> no, I don't want that to happen. I don't want them to leave. I just want to be able to go to the games with my kids. Okay, well, th- that's unfortunately not going to be an option. Uh, and it's not going to be an option whether they build more luxury boxes or whether they don't. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that it's one of those things that people can get angry about and grouse about, but still at the end of it all, the majority are not going to want to see the teams go away. Yeah, I mean, I guess the option that you have at this point, if um, if the veto is overridden and it goes on the ballot in April and you don't have enough information to confidently vote yes, then you're voting no. And they just take that chance that, you you know, I mean, again, it feels very reminiscent of the airport vote to me. Yeah. If they, they put off that vote until they knew it was going to pass and then they invested a ton of resources into giving everyone the information they needed to vote yes. Or like you said, not voting at all. Right, or not voting at all. That's the other option is that, and I mean, you could look at that as though a non-vote is a yes vote because we're talking about a percentage. They're going to need to get to 51%. So, I mean, that's going to be up to you. It's, It's how strongly do you feel about it? If you feel like, I just don't have enough information to make a decision and choose not to vote, well, that still kind of counts. And it's funny that you say that. Yeah, um, I guess that'll be the important thing. It'll be interesting to see if there will be an opposition vote lobby at some point if yeah. this goes on the ballot. Because you're right. If if you don't want to vote yes, you have to go vote no. Or the yes may win because of voter turnout. Sure. And if you want a, a sort of an early indicator on something like that, my magic number on that is is 5%. So what happens is uh, watch 
the the votes that get counted first are always the write-ins, right? Or the, no, not write-ins, the mail-ins, mail-in mm-hmm. ballots and things like that, if there is a mail-in ballot, like early voting campaign. And if that is within 5% of winning, it will win because almost assuredly the ones who go out of their way to vote early or do a mail-in vote are going to be the most motivated ones, and usually the no votes are more motivated than the yes votes. Yeah, you're more likely to vote against something than for something. Yeah. Just human nature is 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 to go that way. So interesting. All right, uh, we'll change gears here coming up. How late is a concert before you start thinking you deserve something back for it? We'll get to that coming up on KMBZ. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.